0: Welcome to episode number seventy of Nurses Living the Good Life. My name's Anne Conkley. I'm a certified nurse midwife and a certified life and business coach, and I'm so glad that you're here, friends. This is episode seventy-seven zero, which I just want to point out is incredible because I started this podcast a long time ago with a hope and a dream that I could provide some sort of value for uh, my fellow advanced practice nurses and shit, here we are at episode 70, which is incredible. I have interviewed some of the most wonderful people. I have gotten to create a community from the online interwebs of Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. And I just am really impressed, um, not only with how many of you are out there creating private practices and, you know, taking the skills that you have and repackaging and repurposing and coaching and building Etsy businesses and online courses. And I just, I mean, I have been so blessed to have so many of you come on the show and share what you're doing and to be an inspiration to me and not only to all of you out there. And I just am really grateful. And I wanted to just um, make mention of that. So so we're going to talk today a little bit about a program that I'm running right now in Nurses Living the Good Life. If you are going to go check Nurses Living the Good Life, we're currently closed for enrollment right now. The doors are closed. So they will reopen at some point, but uh, we've not yet scheduled that date. And uh, But keep your eyes open. And if you are not on the email list, you should probably get on there because uh, that's where we will share when we are opening first. Um, and there is a waitlist, so if you go to www.nurseslivingthegoodlife.com, right at the top, it, it will allow you to put your name onto the waitlist for when it opens. Those people will get first dibs on, you know, spots because I think from this point forward we have changed our model slightly, and uh, we are going to do more of a cohort style and really bring people on in groups, and uh, and there will be an, a limited number of spaces. So and that the open period for whenever we do it will be a shorter. Open period, so um, to um, onboard quickly and and really get you know people into the program and and uh, and moving along. So so go sign up the waitlist if you want to know. But but let's talk first about some of the, the things that we are talking about in Nurses Living the Good Life. I want to just give you a preview into what we've been discussing and then also to know that if you are planning to come into Nurses Living the Good Life, all of the content that we are covering in private practice in 30 days, all of that content is being recorded and put into its own special um, you know, section, um, almost like a mini course within the broader course so, of the entire program. So, um, so it's all there for you but um but we're going to talk a little bit about the journey of private practice in 30 days and i want to just be you know forthcoming and honest and share some of the uh things that i've shared with the group that it has been a very very interesting um you know thing for me to do personally so as you know or as you may not know actually um I've been in a place where I've been running my business for the past four years. I started this business, Authentic Coaching, where I do business coaching and and have always done life coaching as well for advanced practice nurses, um, and for other women in healthcare um, who also uh, are have been clients of mine. And um, and interestingly, you know, I think I got into a um, pretty comfortable space. I work with um, Joey, who many of you know. If you're in the program, you know Joey and what a value add and asset she is to each and every one of you. She is the um, really kind of the the mastermind behind a lot of our social media and keeping our clients up to date and making sure that the links work. And she is the you know director of operations and does so much more than that in terms of supporting me. And she's such a joy to have on our team, on my team. So, um, but you know, if you've been in the program, you know, that, um, you know, you know, kind of the role that, that Joey has. And if you've, uh, you know, been involved and had communication with her and, and you know, the role that I do and, you know, some of the group coaching and stuff. But what is interesting is that we really, I think, narrowed it down and, and really refined and iterated and created a program that, I really like and we are we you know shut the program down for um you know after our last enrollment in an attempt to really just take a pause and say all right what's working, what's not working, what do we want to do differently next time. And you know, this is the the beauty of business that when you are the CEO of your business, you get to do this process frequently, and you get to decide when you offer a program when you don't, and when you pull the plug on it, when you trash it, and when you, you know, double down on it, and, um, and use scientific method really to drive the, um, you know, what you create and and what you add to it. So so we've been doing that in with Nurses Living the Good Life, and it's been fantastic. And I think one of the, the things that's been so interesting to me is that we've gotten to a great place where I kind of know how Joey works. Joey know how <laughs> Joey knows how I work. <laughs> and um, and and all of my, you know, quirks, right? I mean, you guys know this. It's like you know, all the things that you do as kind of a human. And I think back to even when I was working with my main nurse in my last uh, position and and she was fantastic and she would know like all the ins and outs of, you know, not only the schedule of where I was at any particular time, but she knew how to get a hold of me. She knew kind of just how I worked. Sometimes she would come to me and be like, Ann, you have not checked your in basket and like responded to this message I sent you. And I'd be like, Well, I looked at it. I just didn't make a decision, right? You know, I don't know if you've ever been in indecision mode. <laughs> we talked a lot about that. Um, but uh over the podcast. But but she would come and she would say, Ann, get in your in basket. Like, what what are we doing here? Like I need to close this out, you know, and so and and Joey does something similar for me now. So, but we we've become a, a small and mighty team, and um, we have I think um, you know really ironed out a lot of the kinks and stuff, and so and the rules have been you know become more clear as we've moved along. What Joey likes to do, where I'm, what I like to do, and and how the two of us can really work together. And, you know, keep the trains running on time, right? And make the experience for the client, um, you know, priority. And uh, And so we've gotten to that place of comfort a little bit. And you know what happens when you get comfortable. You know, you're kind of like, you know right? I mean, think about it. Like when you get comfortable at your job, right? It's kind of like a little bit easier and you're like, oh yeah, it's not such a big deal. You're like, whatever, we'll get the patient in, no problem. And that's a little bit of how it's become. And so, and I knew I was going to get to that point at some point in my business. I honestly didn't think it would come so soon, but I have always personally used the analogy of being of like the four-year degree or like a high school or college or whatever, right? Like, If I think about things in terms of four-year chunks, like I'm going to be year one, I'm going to be a freshman. It's going to be fucking painful. It's going to be so painful because I'm not going to know anything or anyone. People are probably going to laugh at me. I'm going to have a lot of second guessing. I'm going to feel super inadequate and insecure. I might get beat up or like punched with a locker a couple times. You know what I mean? Like It's going to be it's going to be tough. I'm not driving yet. It's like, I got to rely on my mom for like transportation. You know, I just, it's just the friends might change. Some people are coming, some people are going because it's freshman, year, right? So freshman year is kind of tough. Sophomore, you know, you kind of like, you're like, all right, I'm not a freshman any year anymore. And that's like the only benefit of being a sophomore, right? Because you're like, okay, at least I'm not a damn freshman. You know, I could, uh, I'm not going to be that anymore. So you're not the newbie, but you're kind of like still figuring things out a little bit. And, you know, it's an important year, but it's not like super important. You know, you're not putting the like pedal to the metal like you are in junior year, right? Because in junior year, it's like game on. We're applying for colleges. We're starting to collaborate. We're starting to have more conversations with people. You know, we know what works and what doesn't work. We are, we've probably, um, perfected or become better at kind of our study technique and, um, and then gotten more comfortable with, you know, what we've, um, you know, what we can do, and what we can't do. Right. We're like, well, I could go to apply to these schools and I could apply to these as a reach, but for the most part, right. You kind of know what your genre of school is that you're going for. If you're in high school applying for college and then senior year, it's kind of like, whatever I'm in school. You know, I could take the gas off the, you know, gas uh the pedal, my foot off the pedal, um, and and some of you now, I mean, what's so funny is that I think a little bit of that has changed, because I think at this point now, at least from what my niece and nephew have uh, that I've seen with my niece and nephew, uh, go through the recruiting process for college is that they still want senior year grades, which I think is ridiculous, but whatever, um, but you know, senior year you kind of you know, you're at the top of the, um, you know, the pyramid or the hierarchy in the school. You know, people look up to you. Maybe you have like a special seat where you sit in assembly or, you know, some shit. I don't know. This is the stuff that we used to it used to be really exciting to be a senior when I was in high school. So that's the analogy that I use for business too, right? It's kind of like a four year learning curve. And um, and I think that same and that's the same analogy that I've also used for becoming an advanced practice nurse. It's about a four to five year learning curve. Just to get in, you gotta get your feet wet. Freshman year is gonna really suck. You know, you're gonna get a little bit better sophomore year, or junior year, you're going to feel like, all right, I, I've got some good sea legs here. And then senior year, you're going to be like, all right, what next? Like, uh, you know, if you're an achiever, you're probably going to be the person who says, all right, let me, I'm ready to take on a new project or to learn something new and put myself all the way back at freshman year. So it's not, so if I look at that process and I look at, the, you know way that I've looked at you know both high school and college and this is also the way I've looked at my midwifery career and also the way I've looked at my business I knew I was going to get to a point where I was like kind of comfortable and things were you know some of the um, kinks were ironed out and we were you know w- there was good flow right and a, d- a degree of comfort and you know what happens when you get comfortable you're not growing as much you might be growing a little bit but you might not be going as much. And when we are in business, the nature of the game as it is in healthcare is that if you are not learning and growing and adding to your skill set, and keeping up to date on the latest guideline changes and making sure that you go to a conference once a year or that you are paying attention to some of your professional journals or to Medscape or wherever you go for kind of healthcare news, that shit changes. And sometimes it changes fast. Right. And so you got to kind of keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on in order to um, stay up to date in terms of your practice, knowing for a while that guidelines can change very, very quickly. Data is, you know, can be interpreted differently and the pendulum can swing in favor of a different therapy literally overnight. We've seen that happen a bajillion times with hormone therapy, which I think is, you know, comical. So you kind of have to keep your, you know, ahead in the game and you you have to stay relevant and focused and I think continue to that growth cycle. And so I knew I was getting to this point and I thought, well, I'm probably going to need something to sink my teeth into and what's next for me. And um, And that's why private practice for me was a great second choice because it feels like I'm at a right time where I have... A an appreciation for the online business world, um, something that I did not have four years ago. Um, I have a a new uh, appreciation and approach to, you know, lean methodology and uh, and cash flow and really the financial side of business, which I did not have, you know, getting into business, even with an MBA. I had some of the uh, basic components, right? And my my dad, who's a banker, he always laughs because he's like, but you have an MBA. And I'm like, I know, dad, but this is like for like, MBAs are for corporate. They're not for small business owners. And furthermore, even when you are in business and you are doing all these things on your own because you are the only human in the business, you're the CEO and the CFO and the uh, chief marketing officer, the CMO, and you're also probably the chief nursing officer because, you know, right? Like when you're wearing all these hats and you're really forced to, you're the chief technology officer, or the CTO, like you're forced to understand all these things. And those are the things that they don't teach you in a typical MBA program. So, um, so there, but there has been for me this learning curve, and, um, and I have at this point such a better appreciation for, um, not only the basics of financing, but also the basics of, you know, contracts and and uh, tax liabilities and uh, structures and legalities, and, uh, and also then the flavor of what comes with an online business versus a brick and mortar. So. I knew though I was getting to a point where I was kind of comfortable and I needed to shake it up. And so private practice and just starting one feels like it's you know kind of starting me back at freshman year. Now, what's interesting is that as I have just told you, there's been a lot of growth for me on the side. I'm not learning the things about business that I didn't know four years ago. I'm not learning right now how to build a website. I can build a website in about Two hours at most. I'm not joking with SEO and a website, and it can be, and it can look pretty fucking good if I do say so myself. I know how to build a website. I know how to set up payment processors. I remember. I mean, this is just to give you an insight. And Some of you who are in the online business world, you'll you may chuckle at this, but I remember being so confused when I was a new business owner because everybody was talking about Stripe and Square, and I was just like, I don't get it. Like what? Like how do you get the money? They were like, use stripe and square. And I was like, but what does that mean? Like, how do you do that? And I was so confused. Now, look, if you're in our program, you know that we talk about confusion. Confusion is a choice, right? You just like, you're either confused because you're choosing to be confused or, and you're not trying to figure it out actively or, or you're not asking the people who can, you know, point you in the direction of the information quickly. And I know I was choosing to be confused, but it was, I was just like, but where is it? Like, where do you get it? And finally, finally, I figured out, oh, I need to go on Stripe and set up an account. And Stripe will act as a payment processor. They will be the go-between between my bank and the client for obtaining the the uh, service. And the only reason we use Stripe and Square, well, for a lot of reasons, is so that we can give people access to paying with credit. Um, and so, but that took me, that was one of those, well, like, Initial learning curves that I was just like, but where do you like, how do you like get the money? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, and, uh, look, and some of you may just be like, are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. And I'll tell you, for every story I have, like payment processors, there was something equally as confusing, like search engine optimization, or like um, taxes and um, you know, and and uh, and looking at a balance sheet and having any appreciation for what's on a balance sheet or on an income statement or looking at your PL and being like, what is that? Right? Like there's so much that I didn't know back then. So starting this practice for me is I'm already ahead of the curve, right? It's kind of like I moved into sophomore year. I would say even I'm like halfway through sophomore year with this business, which is probably one of the reasons that for me, private practice in 30 days seems like it's a breeze. I'm like, oh yeah, we could do that. It's not that hard. No, we just go and do all these things and whatever. Right. But I also have a well-managed mind. And I've also had the benefit of four years in business and um and an appreciation for what it takes and a lot of experience with a lot of these systems and tools and right and a lot of the concepts of business. Right but that doesn't come overnight. That's something that I've worked for and that I have created for myself. And that's one of the values or one of the benefits of having a value bank that you build into as an entrepreneur and as the CEO of your business, right? Like that's something no one will ever take from me. I could go on and start another two or three businesses at this point. And it wouldn't be that hard, right? Because why? Well, I have the—I understand the infrastructure. I have a lot of those key components in place, and you know, the only thing on the back end for me—I've got to just be really clean and tidy about with my accountant—is making sure that the taxes are clean and that the accounts are separate, so that from a tracking standpoint, we have clean bookkeeping and we have clean taxes. That's really it. But other than that, why not? If it improves our—you know—it decreases our tax liability. Let's do it saves me money, keeps more money in our pockets in my household, and I like that, right? Because then I can take that money and do what I want with it, like go to Hawaii or, you know, I don't know, buy something fun for our family or, you know, get the trip to Denver planned and, you know, go to Red Rocks and see Avett Brothers, which is what we're thinking of doing for in a couple of weeks, right? Like those are, that's really fun. Or you can invest it, right? So, but, but I think the, one of the benefits of this, this practice has been that it's been a, um, it's been a little bit easier. So private practice in 30 days is totally possible. Number one, but here's what I would also offer to you. Just like I just said, like, I know a lot of it. It's kind of like I'm in sophomore year. I'm not a senior yet. I still have a lot of my management to do. I still get frustrated. I went on a couple of um, maybe last week with my clients. I was down in Richmond, Virginia, with my mastermind clients. Um, several of them live there, and so I decided to take a trip down. We did business deep dives, Dave. So they got some one-on-one and some really focused time, which I think was really helpful for them to um, you know get some support and to keep moving along in their business. And um, and so, but I was uh, got on at the um, end of one of the days and did a live in our Facebook group. Which is for nurses living the good life. That's private, and I was telling them about some of the frustrations that I've, uh, you know, gone through with starting this practice, and and some of the yahoos I've had to work with, who these some of the collaborating docs who have been, uh, I mean, just uh, you know, specimens like human specimens that I have just been really, really surprised and not in a good way by. Um, But, um, and needless to say, I found one that a collaborating physician that works and it's not a problem. We're in, we're in good shape, but man, I had to like kiss a lot of frogs to get to that prince. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I wouldn't even call him a prince, but like, you know what I mean? Like we had to dig, we had to dig a little, you know, had to, it took a little bit of time. So, but that's, that's the, the benefit of being at this point in business and having one business under my belt and starting the second one is that, you know, those things don't bother me as much as they used to right? Like the little uh, slip ups or the little bumps in the road or the hiccups, whatever you want to call them, the you know barriers, like they're there and I know that they're there and I just work through them. And the amount of frustration that I experience is much less. Because I have a well-managed mind, I have a coach that I work with. I contribute not only, um, you know, get coached in terms of my business, but also, you know, have the opportunity to have several tools at my disposal as a coach that I use, you know, in order to help me keep my mind focused on track and, you know, moving forward instead of drowning in misery or, you know, in self-loathing or in frustration or overwhelm like I used to. Right before I had a lot of my coaching tools. So, so it's not been terribly difficult, but there has been some frustration and, um, and we are almost ready to see patient number one, which is super exciting. So, um, so and if you're like but how did you even do that well this is exactly what we've been going through Um, on a um, template that i built for all of my clients it's called the private practice startup template we go back to this um, we use this uh, template and it's for all of them to use and to customize to their own businesses and we go back to this again and again and again and it's a we have a checklist that's incorporated in addition to a um um, a, you know, several tools for forecasting, both from the financial side and then for configuring, um, expense, you know, figuring out expenses and then, um, all cost of goods. And really so that the, the business is well laid out, you know, in terms of a plan for how to make it profitable. Right. So, so the, this has all gone into it. So it's been though, a really interesting journey. And for all of the, um, you know, for all of the, uh, challenging moments that we've had and there have been many I'll be honest but I've a you know, better managed brain about it but for all of that I mean it's been kind of fun to get back in the in the in the messy stuff right cuz one of the things about staying in your comfort zone is that it's easy and there's not I think a lot you know that you've got to worry about, and and that's kind of nice for a little bit. I mean, it's nice to get there. But if you are someone who is an achiever, and that's my number one strength, I'm an achiever. I don't like to coast for long, it's just how it goes. And Joey will tell you this, I mean, if you ever talk with Joey, she will tell you that, you know, we change things in our business frequently. And, be, and with, with good reason, right? We look at things, if they're broken, we fix them. If they aren't working from a client perspective, we address them. If the program sucks, we fix it. I mean, we, or we attempt to, right? We come out, we use scientific method, we develop a hypothesis about what's going on, we te- go out and we test it, we change it, and then we do an evaluation and then decide, you know, future recommendations. Like, I mean, it's not it's not fancy but it works right that's the benefit of using a process and um like scientific method for evaluating your business but but the beautiful thing is that when you are comfortable right it's it's easy peasy and it's you know it kind of feels good and you're you know coasting and and then for those of us who love to you know muck it up a little right that gets boring quickly and so starting a new business and kind of sinking my teeth into something new, despite the fact that it comes with frustration and it comes with some, you know, navigating things that I've not had to do before, like filling out all the paperwork with the state of Ohio for licenses and, and um, you know, working with the compounding pharmacies and and then getting back into, you know, considering a brick and mortar space and all that, you know, I've not had to do that for some time. And so there's some, there's some ups and downs of it. Again, I'm better off now than I've ever been, and it's still, right, but I, I don't get away from, I don't get a pass, a hall pass on the 50-50 of setting up a business. Some days are they blow, they're terrible. You know, shit doesn't feel like it's working out right, you question everything, you're like, what am I doing? I was totally coasting, we were so you know, comfortable, right? And then you look at it and you're like, oh yeah, but mm, I mean, you know, it wasn't growing. And one thing also to note, I want to just make mention of is that when I tend to coast, and I don't know about you, but if you you may uh, relate to this, but when I coast, what happens is that I start nitpicking on shit. And then I try to make work and problems out of everything, right? Because that's usually not just subject, you know, to me being um to, to me being me. That is usually subject to the human brain. Human brain loves to look for problems right like it has a negative confirmation bias like it it scans for problems it's always looking for stuff and so it will just make up problems if it doesn't have any it just that's what the brain does right this is why sometimes when you're like like my husband and I were joking um this weekend the kids you know we were sitting there on father's day before the kids got up and um or I think it was Saturday actually and he was like what did we do before we had kids like what did we really do with our time and i was like i have no fucking idea I don't know. I'm not quite sure, actually. I don't. I mean, we must have had a lot of time on our hands. Um, I think we drank a lot more. <laughs> we spent a lot more money at bars. Although, well, that's true. We probably didn't spend as much money as we do now with these two kids and all this soccer. But, you know, you, you find you kind of make up your own problems, right? And then all of a sudden you add one kid to the mix and you're like, well, life got just got a little bit more complicated. And then all of a sudden you add another kid to the mix and you're like, well, shit, we just doubled our complications. And, um, or doubled the complexity rather, right? And and don't come at me with like, why does she call her kids a complication? Look, you know kids are complex. Don't even try me on this. Okay. You know, these kids, they they are they're changing, they've got hormones, you know, they, they are not the same people. My ki- my oldest son is growing at an unprecedented rate. I mean, I swear, I I just it's like and it's before my eyes, and I just I'm looking at him in the eyes. And it's just it's not right. I mean, it's just crazy so like these kids are, they are complicated they are complex humans with their own emotions with their own wants and desires and their own hormone levels and like i'm perimenopausal and like i mean it's it's interesting around here right it, it, it we are adding in layers of complexity into life and look i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying let's just call a spade a spade and say yeah it is it adds each child adds on a layer of complexity into family life it does and so um but with I think, you know, from the state of, you know, when you, when you start to look at when you get comfortable and all of a sudden you're just like, oh yeah, we'll just make problems. Like, we'll just like make, we'll nitpick at things, right? And that's what I do when I coast. And so when we start to add on complexities, like starting another business or having another child if it comes to life or adding a new procedure into your skill set at work, right? You're adding on to the level of complexity, but that's also the beautiful thing, right? Because we're evolving as humans. There's growth there. Growth comes with discomfort. But like the beautiful thing is like, who do you get to be at the end? I mean, I'm going to have, you know, and I've got one kid who's 13 and at 18, he's probably going to go to some advanced, you know, college degree or something. And I'm going to have to, I'm, I've got five years, five years of him left in this household, which is crazy. And um right. And like, I'm, I'm helping to mold and shape a, a human who I lovingly send out into the world as, you know, hopefully someone who's right? Like, you know, a good person and um, with integrity and understands, you know, core values and and has a, you know, clear North Star, right? And And so I just look at that and think, oh, it's high. Yes, it's complex. But like, what's the beautiful opportunity is that there may be at the you know when this child goes on to college or moves out of my home um, and that i can look at that and with pride and hopefulness in my heart and and that moment i don't even know if that moment will happen there's a chance it couldn't i mean god knows what the next five years brings but like the the beautiful thing is at the end of that there's this opportunity that i get to look back at it and i get to just like soak it all in and have this beautiful this moment of just looking at my life and saying wow I did that. It was hard. It was hard to have children. It was hard to parent. It was a whole learning curve. And I did that. And what a beautiful thing, right? Like, look at what I've become in the process. And that's the same thing of opening a business. It's, it's no different. It's like, who do you want to be at the end of it? And what kind of person, right? Like, are you willing to endure some of that discomfort, some of the frustration, some of the yahoos, some of the, you know, um, annoyances, some of the discomfort and, you know, aggravation? Are you willing to go through that rather than coast? And there's no right or wrong answer here. It's just, you got to know kind of what's best for you. And I think what's best for me knowing myself very well at this point in my life is that I like to, you know fuck around and find out sometimes like I'm I'm I don't do well when I coast (laughs) I don't I like to get in there and you know I like to coast in certain areas but like when it comes to to business and learning and growth and evolving as a human and a parent and you know a partner I just want to I want to do that even if it's hard I'm totally in for all of it so 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 private practice in 30 days is about to birth right and um and this is an exciting time in my business it's like the calm before the storm you know like we've got most of the i's dotted and t's crossed we're waiting on one final piece um, to um, uh, change over insurance carriers and once that is all set we're ready to go Um, and you know it's 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 an exciting time it's a hard time it's stressful And again, like the opportunities that you get to do that and look back and be like, wow, I'm going to help some people out. I'm going to help some perimenopausal women who want to lose some weight. They want a body reinvention. I'm going to help them do that. Not only with some meds, but also with some coaching and probably some hormone therapy. And I'm going to be like their hormone bestie. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to really help some women, right? Like that's the opportunity. Right. And one of the things, you know, we talked about early on in, in private practices in 30 days is like, know your why. Right. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. Simon Sinek uh, says that in his TED talk. And, um, and I truly believe that. And So we, we always not only, you know, remember why we do what we do, but also it's so helpful because when you're in the shit trying to figure out your insurance premiums or you are just like racking your brain trying to figure out the whole stripe thing, it really helps to come back and be like, oh yeah, when this works, and it will, after I you know, do 98 steps in a row, once it works, it's going to be amazing. And it's going to be all worth it, right? Once these kids launch and, you know, go out into the world, like, I think I'm going to look back, I hope, (laughs) I'm going to look back, no, I'm just deciding now, I'm going to look back and be like, you did that. I know, I know that moment for me uh, will be a sense of pride, there will be an opportunity for pride, and for, you know, just um, love and acceptance and excitement and joy, right, to just look at that and be like, wow, we did it, Right. I mean, we did it. I did it. So, so we're we're about to, we're loaded and we're about to launch here. So, so it's going well. And again, if you want some help and you're like, I don't know how this is possible, private practice in 30 days, it's totally possible. And um, and if you were like, but I've done all these courses and I just like am so confused still, yeah, you should probably come in our program. Okay, I'll help clear that up right quick and we're gonna get to the bottom of why you're choosing to be confused. Okay. And I'm going to do it in in a loving way because that's the kind of a human I am. That's the kind of coach I am. All my clients would say that I'm pretty sure. Right. And we're going to laugh and chuckle and like, but we're going to get to the root of it. And then you're going to build a business and you're going to have the opportunity. Like I will soon have where you see patient number one come through the door and you're like, fuck yes, let's go. Yes. More women need this. Let's get out there. Let's do it. Right. It's the same thing I'm doing with my coaching business, which is like more advanced practice nurses need this. Yes, I have these skills. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's get to work. Let's go all in. Come on. It's so fun. Let me show you, right? Those moments of just being able to look back at all that work and all the strife and frustration and like, oh, all those like, you know, tough moments. Then to look at it and be like, oh yeah, I did that. Oh, love that. And I want that for you too. So, so come on over come join us, get on the wait list. And, uh, you know, I hope you all are doing well and enjoying your summer. It's beautiful here in Cleveland, Ohio. And, um, summer is a wonderful time of the year. So I'm going to go and plant some shit probably. And, you know, make sure that we've got more, we're still in soccer season. So just crazy. We've got a very competitive team now, and they're going to nationals, which is super fun. So I'm um, getting ready for that. So, all right, get on that wait list, www.nurseslivinggoodlife.com. Let's go. All right. I'll see you inside. Take care.